something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Farsi Sided in Los Angeles, California, and the Consultant Director of Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information that we hope will help you to cope with living with low vision. Strategies to use when meeting people. You might encounter many times at a business meeting or at school when you actually have to meet a person for the very first time. Sometimes these encounters can be a little bit uncomfortable because of the fact that the people that you're meeting may have never met a person who's visually impaired or blind before. Other times, they might be a bit uncomfortable not knowing how to behave or not knowing whether they should offer help. So one of the best things to do is to really take control over matters yourself. Here are some of the things that I found to be very helpful. Helen was already when I first meet people for the first time, I really first try and extend my hand to shake their hands. The now, there might 14, be certain times that it might be a little bit awkward because right your hand may not be in the right place, but usually people Again, will actually use their vision and they'll find your hand to shake. And greatly if you're actually meeting a person who is also Ethel visually impaired, don't get embarrassed. That person doesn't see your hand either, and, and just go ahead and move forward, and eventually you will touch their body or their hand with your hand, and you will shake hands. Good job it's kind of an interesting County thing that I found that even two programmer. people who are totally blind can often just find their way very easily to shake hands. When I meet a person, I usually will give them a business card, too. This is a very important plan when you're doing different types of business meetings. Rebecca but a really born, good idea, just so that people by their will also daughter, remember Anna. your card, and to keep Rebecca it, is actually to get them in Boston Braille. Even if you have normal vision or you're partially sighted, a good idea is to have them in Boston Braille just because of the fact that people become aware detached. of vision impairment. And people are often thinking that, oh, this is a great idea. Recently, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal where it talked about how so many people are now using Braille-embossed cards because, again, these are the cards that people usually didn't throw away. And when I then meet a person, I usually tell them, you know, about myself, and I tell them, yes, you know, I'm partially sighted or that I'm visually impaired. And Helen I make a little joke about it, but you know what? I got here fine. My trip was well. really easy. There were no it problems. Four years now since and if there are times that we are going to be going to uh, a luncheon, back, or we're going to be going from one place to another in the office building, I then usually it, ask, Helen, do you mind if I take your elbow? And at that point in time, it really relieves a lot of stress on that person. You could just basically tell them to keep their arms straight, or maybe slightly bent at the elbow, and just go ahead and grab on your elbow, and you could use your cane. You could just say, well, let me know if there's something worry, coming that I might stumble and fall. And I usually well. make a joke, Helen let me fall down a flight of steps, and they laugh, and it really possible. breaks a lot of the ice. And she has stuck to her a few other things that are very helpful to you is that At if first there's certain things that could be helpful to you, days a week. you could At the go ahead and explain that to them. It was a shock, For example, but she in many conference rooms, there might be a very large window. Now I just and you have might just basically say, three hours oh, I'm really bothered by the glare, and the children would it be okay if I sit on the side so that my back is facing the windows? Usually people are going to be very, very appreciative that you gave them that comment. Also, if it's time that you're going to be going to a restaurant or other places, you he could then also ask them, do you mind 
television and suggested and sit we on could start cooking together. This turned out to be a great idea, and now Helen here, says they have glare. quite a repertoire dinner, of meals between them. I've got to the point okay, where I don't use recipes anymore. Hey, do you mind I tend to make things up as I go along, she laughs. And you but just how on them, earth does she put her hand on all the ingredients? I have always been very organized, but, this is again but now I get quite paranoid about things being put back in the right place. Anyone who comes here and moves anything has Lastly, to put it back. One of the things Sometimes that I find James to be really, 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 really the most work difficult. The day and, and find out where you put the clothes is prop. the bathroom situation. While she is pretty you might home be at a based, meeting all day Helen long, is able to get out and about drinking under tons steam, and tons of coffee. And you need to go to the restroom. Unite is a well, perky, sweet-natured four-year-old Labrador who has been specially trained to work with deaf and blind people. Known as a dual-purpose support dog, Unite has been trained to act as normal dog for the blind. Once they ride, guide you to the restroom, the shops, it's usually easiest to ask them to direct you to a stall. Guide Once you're in the stall, in you can basically feel your way around and orient yourself. Then they I think that's down. a lot easier that's and probably a lot cleaner than trying to feel your ways around right in the urinals. Left, she says. Now, for women, obviously, a stall is always going to be the place that you want to be. Find most so, of the places these are some of the things I strongly recommend you do easily. when you meet people for the first the home, time on your different United business trips different or other types of she's encounters. to nudge me with her nose explain when to them she hears certain what you sounds, do need help with, when the door what you rings, the phone rings, and give or the them kitchen timer goes this off. This is something that will really reduce a lot of their stress because in their mind they're wondering, should I help or goes off, will he or she get angry? So that these tips will be helpful for you, and I hope that you tune in next time for more. Supposed Coping to not with to low jump vision. up, for but sometimes she LA, can't help Dr. it because she is so excited. This when Helen is out walking, she wears a red and white checkered sash, while United sports a matching red and white harness. She used to carry a long red and white stick, but finds it easier to keep her hands free. Helen is a bit disappointed that more people don't realize that the red and white checkerboard means she is deaf and blind. I wish people wouldn't assume that you are just blind. People need to be more deaf-blind aware. People are quite wary about coming closer to me, but that is exactly what they need to do. To get through to me, you need to get my attention, stand fairly close to me, and then speak clearly. More than anything else, Helen tries to forget her dual disability and just gets on with running a happy home. I have a fantastic family and great friends who have stuck by me, says Helen. The children were a big help. They are really good kids. This podcast is for the sole use of our blind and print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. For Ayers LA, this is Steve Heller.